Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. I thought you were going to say a different name. I'm Karen Campbell. (laughs) And this is Anna Gill. Yeah. And we're so glad to have you. Yeah. So thanks for being with us today. Thank you. And you're, you're, time, you're summertime, right? right? Yeah. Well, so Tracy, the weather has been. Say name. I know, Tracy right? Lang, right? Tracy right. Lang. Isn't I can't. It's, it's kind of. Good. I kind of like it. Like a movie star, right? <laughs> so real estate. What do we have? Well, I've got a brand new listing coming up. It is a four bedroom, three bathroom, two story, beautiful Stonehenge, um, large lot, six thousand square feet. Uh, it has enough room for. Um, a spa in the backyard and it is just beautiful it has lots of upgrades granite counters uh, marble floors it does have some carpet in it still you know, carpet is kind of going away these days but it mm-hmm. does have some carpet and um, heated floors in the bathrooms which are really nice mm-hmm. and um, it's got the sitting room off of the master suite and then the master bedroom and then full bathroom upstairs which is really nice it was like they're probably 30 years old now okay yeah they're so pretty still right yeah there's there's zero lot line so um that's a little different so what does that mean so zero lot line simply means that the house next door is right up to the garden of your house and then your house is right to the garden of the next house so there's no three and a half feet in between the lot lines so, so of course those lots tend to be a little smaller correct? they do they have a tendency to be a little smaller but what does that mean to if like okay you have gardening and stuff like you know i'm dealing with something in my home in thousand oaks like if it's zero lot line and like i have trees Who's going responsible for what right yeah like i have a tree that's going over onto their line or, or into their lot well, zero lot lines a little different because the house, so you have row of houses, right? Okay. So let's just do two of them. Mm-hmm. One is a three bedroom, two bath, one story, and the yard goes right up to the house of the four bedroom, three bath, okay. two story. So the wall behind my garden is the, the wall of the house, the next door neighbor. Right. So that's where you don't have that three and a half feet. So there's no space in between those houses no they're setback. right up against right right they're right up against each other so what happens if the tree i'm dealing with this at home now like what happens if a tree is going onto our lot well we're hanging yeah. you have the right to cut it to the lot oh we can cut it or do we have to ask them to cut it well it's nice if you can ask them but if you don't have cooperation i mean if they're your neighbors i agree with her i mean i definitely you would you would always ask partner with your neighbor first but in the end i mean if it's on your side you have the right i agree with karen you have the right to cut it okay. right so yeah. if there's something hanging over like if there's a avocado tree and the avocados are hanging over onto your side mm-hmm. you may use those avocados we have without trees, asking like crazy pine trees like crazy like overhanging in into our yard right which is fine but there's pine needles all over the backyard and all over in the gutters and stuff yeah. and so we're asking them to help us like you know i mean it's not fair that we're you know our gardeners come out and there's pine needles everywhere you know yeah so what can we do cut well them if they don't you can cut them back but you can only cut it back to the wall we can cut that tree back only to the wall you may not cut the tree down but there's no wall so it's, there's like a just you know. cut it back to your property line that, yeah i had that situation with a neighbor who just refused to cut it and so i said fine we're gonna do it we're gonna pay for it and she was there to make sure we didn't cut into past her, that yeah into her yard okay so now what about the pine needles coming in though 
like well i don't think you can do anything about that to be honest because pine trees are going to have those needles turn brown and they're going to fall off and they're going to go wherever they go well they're all over the backyard now and it's like not fair so we're trying to deal you know with the situation and um I hope the neighbor's listening. I told him. Kill him with kindness. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. With, but it's with, like, you know, we can't fun. plant anything because it's all, you know, whatever the mo- whatever the gappy stuff or, you yeah. know, the mossy, whatever. It's like. Yeah. yeah. So you, you basically have to write a letter. If it gets to a point where you can't have a conversation. Yeah, I did that. Then yeah. you have to write a letter. You have to give reasonable time to pass yeah. in order for them to respond to the letter. Mm-hmm. If they don't, then you can send another letter. Mm-hmm. And you got to do that three or four different times to yeah. make sure that they've been notified. Right. And then then what you can do is call code enforcement and say, I have a problem. How can I resolve it? Because there is an ordinance in most cities, and an ordinance is different than a law. So there's an ordinance in most cities that says, if you have a fence falling down, you have to help pay for it. So both what sides. happens though? So you, you make it you know you tell the city and then what happens they give a ticket or you know no, they just they they may contact the owner mm-hmm. i mean it's not going to be an overnight thing right. definitely exactly. it's not going to do that it's just interesting you know we yeah. learn something every day of in course. this business right of course what do right. you have honey you know i just uh closed up my last uh listing last week so mm-hmm. you've been busy closed a two-bedroom condo wrote a couple offers last night uh wrote another one today so we'll see kind on of what what do you um, one of them is um, actually two are mobile homes, and then the other one is a uh, uh, single family. So in Ventura, yeah. Well, one's in Camarillo, and then two are in Ventura. Um, and but I have a lot of buyers, so if anybody's looking to sell, I have a lot of buyers looking for for condos um, anywhere between five fifty and six fifty, preferably three bedroom. I have one client who's looking in anywhere in Ventura County. And then some that are a little more specific, specifically, you know, Ventura, um, Port Rainimi, things like that. Um, so a lot of buyers. So if anybody's thinking about selling, let us know. Right. Happy to help you with that. Right. I have so many buyers right now. We have so many buyers from Catalina. I mean, but they're view. They want views downtown, views of the ocean. You and know, Catalina's an escrow, right? Yeah, it's it an is. Escrow. Yeah. But the, yeah. So all the buyers there, they want a view of the ocean, for sure. So yeah. up to two million though, which is hard to get we had a lot of we had 63 buyers through in two days mm-hmm. and a lot of those buyers are looking for that same view that Catalina has and the same vibe that Catalina has and there's just so many different types of properties you know downtown right that just, yeah, doesn't there's just a variety of different homes down there so yeah. it's going to take a while to find that because they're Hardly as any inventory. We're so, less than a hundred. Yeah. So you had multiple offers. We, we did. had two offers. Um, well, we have yeah. We we, we kind of cut it off a- after like we literally waited one day because we had such good great offers, and we're in escrow for way over list price. Can I say that or I, I just anyway? Um, I looked at Karen, but um, yeah, and everyone loved it so much. The problem is there's no prop there are no properties like that. And so, you know, when they come up, it's like boom, 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 right? Yep. So all the buyers who are there, you know, we just gotta get them ready. Like get pre approved, like get ready if you're gonna buy. Because you can't walk in there and go, I wanna buy this home. You have to be pre approved, right? Absolutely. You, do. you have to be ready yeah. to go because by right. the time you get pre approved a day or two later it's gone. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or things could change in the lending is situation too, if it's if it's that. So Anyways, um, we have a great show lined up for you today. We have Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage, and he is going to be talking about the interest rates and various different things that he is challenging with 
and lending. And then we have Carrie Austin with Channel Islands Appraisers. And she's going to be talking about some different things going on and how the appraisal business is actually changing a little bit. And then Anna Gill and Tracy and I will be talking about the economic forecast and what's happening in real estate for us during the week. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150.7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Come to Ventiki in downtown Ventura at the corner of Fern, Maine for happy hour food and drinks from 4 to 6 p.m. and enjoy a specialty drink by one of our cocktail shamans, where you will be amazed by the aloha spirit the moment you walk through our A-frame archway and sit around our fire pit on our open patio. See you soon. Mahalo. Call us at 805-667-8887. Once again, that's 805-667-8887. Welcome back, Ventura County. You're listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women of Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. I'm Karen Campbell. This is Anna Gill. And we have Larry Reyes with us. Hey, Larry, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing good. You can barely hear you, so speak up. I'm doing great. Hopefully you can hear me now. Yes, yeah, so we can. So how's, how's things going in a lending? Has the interest rates come down a little bit since last Wednesday? You know, we actually had a, a bad week. So oh, they went up. Uh-uh. We're about 7.25% oh, on conventional. Oh, my goodness. If you're... Uh, buyers are willing to pay a one point fee we can get you down to around 6.875 what does that mean larry one point fee like a pay. point a point is one percentage of the loan amount okay. so whatever the loan amount is one percent of that okay so seven hundred thousand dollar loan it's seven thousand so seven thousand dollar fee to buy the rate down now sometimes that makes sense and sometimes it doesn't it depends on the buyer's uh, long-term goals if they're going to stay in the property for, you know, over five years, that may work out to that it makes sense to pay the fee. If they know that they're going to live there for three years or they're planning on refinancing in three years, then maybe it's not the best opportunity to do that. So the buy down, though, can that be closing costs? Yes, it is part of the closing cost. So you can ask the seller to pay the $7,000 And you can ask down. the sellers to pay, correct. Have you done that, Anna? I have not done that recently. No. Yeah, I haven't. But I think it's a great option. I mean, me too. But it's it's, it's kind of hard with this now, market. Now, Larry, with with the interest rates and that buy down, um, you know, I'm drawing a blank to the 
I guess it's just a buy down, but you know, where the year one, it's like a 4%, year two is a 5%, year three is a- right. That's use. called a temporary rate buy down. So okay. that one's a little bit different. Now that, you can do a 2-1 buy down, mm -hmm. or you can do a 3-1 buy down, or you can even do a one-year one, one year buy down. What that means is, is for the first year, depending on what you do, you do a one-year buy down, for the first year, it's 1% lower than what the actual rate is. So if your rate is at 7%, the first year it's at 6%, and then it goes to 7 after the one year. If you do a 2-1 buy down, then the rate would be 5% the first year, 6% the next, and then on the third year it would go to 7 same now, as if it was a three one, it would be three percent lower. Now, now in in theory, uh, I mean that sounds great. I mean, is that something that you you like? Is we that something you recommend? Yes, I definitely recommend that right now because we will see the rates come down. We are in a weird situation where the rates are higher than normal, but we are going to see them come down. They are going to come down. Now that may be another year from now, maybe another two years from now, but they will come down. And with the temporary rate buy down, like a two one. Uh, buy down, that gives someone the nice low rate for the first year, the second year, and then the third year, they should be ready to refinance because the rates would be low for everyone at that point. And so, there, so there's so many different ways that people can buy property right now. I know a lot of people are buying, uh, like doing a cash out refi. So they yeah. have equity in their home, yeah, but they don't want to move. Right now. We're doing a lot of yeah. those right now. You and I have done a couple now. Yes, yes, we have. So people are just pulling the equity out of their home. And the easiest way to do that uh, often is to do a bridge loan or a simple cash out refinance and use that to purchase the property that they're looking to move into. Then it gives them the comfort of knowing, hey, I've already purchased and closed my primary residence. And now I can comfortably put my house on the market and not feel so rushed and so um, you know unsure if, it's, if everything's going to work out. Okay, but explain the bridge loan. Like, how does that work? I know we just did one with the mobile home we got, which is amazing. But how does that work, Larry? The mobile, home, the bridge loans are pretty simple. Uh, they let you normally take out up to seventy-five percent of the value of the home. So this kind of works really well for the older uh, couples that have a lot of equity in their home, or maybe their home is free and clear. And again, they want to buy another property without having to put any contingencies or anything like that in their purchase contract or their offers. And it's similar, similar to like a cash out refi. We just pull out all the cash out of the uh, existing property, and then they use the cash to buy the property that they want um, without having to have any contingencies on that. Then they can put the house up on the market and sell it in, you know, in their own timing. Okay, but interest rate, it's probably higher, right? The interest rates are higher. They're, they are temporary loans, and the bank understands that. So they're, they're going to – normally the banks make their loans, uh, you know, their money off of the interest, but if you're going to – pay it off in you know three months or four months or even sooner than that they're going to charge you a higher rate so the rates on those are ranging between eight percent all the way up to about twelve percent just depending on someone's credit and how long can you extend that loan it's only six months or is it a year i mean most of the bridge loans are 12 months to 24 months mm -hmm. if you do if you do them as a cash out refi and you're able to prove income along the way uh, they will make them uh, be 30-year loans, so you don't have any type of balloons or anything like that. Oh, you like get a 30-year loan? Have you done that? I, we, di we did a short-term, so we didn't yeah. do the 30-year loan. We did a short-term. I think no, it was yeah, 90 did, days, right, Larry? Bridge. Yeah. It was did it already close? Yeah. I mean, or did we already close? Not yet. Okay. So we did that on Catalina as well. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, on the um, yeah, the cash-out refi. Right that we're doing. So what happens, right. we close Catalina, then they pay that off. That's fine. And then there's no back 
costs yeah, or anything? Yeah, there's no prepayment penalty mm-hmm. or anything like that on these. Um, they collect all the fees up front on these, so that's why the rates are a little bit higher and the fees are a little bit higher. Uh, just knowing that the bank is going to get paid off so quickly, that's that's how they collect their fees on these. I think it's awesome. And then the other way to do it is do a cross-collateralized loan, right, where yeah, someone we has... we haven't done one of those. those we haven't done one, but I'm, I'm on the other side of one right now. Uh, okay. where where the okay. buyer is doing that i'm representing the seller but the buyer is doing that and it's working out great now, is yeah that- those are really fun to do those are really interesting to do they're they're coming back again we're seeing a lot of unique products come back like the bridge loans um, cross collateralization is another product that people are using basically um, they're using the equity in either one to multiple homes that they have to pull out the money to buy another home So instead of um, saying, you know, I only have uh, 20% or 10% or 5% down, they can go very, very high on the loan to value because what they do is they attach other properties that you own to the uh, transaction. So it's called cross-collateralization. So now they have the equity in all of these other properties that you own, and so they don't require such a large down payment. Yeah, it's working out really, really well. Um, they're actually going to sell the other two properties that they're doing the cross collateralization on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, but they're not going to do it till after the first of the year. So I guess yeah. there's time frames where you can do a a ninety day, one hundred and twenty day, um, mm-hmm. or six month loan. You just have to pay a little bit more for it, but right. it's working out to be a really good right. tool uh, right. to do that with. The only question oh, I yeah. have is, can you do that? Yeah, there's people that are buying, you know, one, two million dollar properties with no money down. Right. Because no money what down. What they're doing is, is they're using their cross collateralization of all the other properties that they own as their down payment. That yes. Is their their equity. And uh, so can so can you do that on a 1031 exchange? Yes, you can do that. You can do that on a 1031 exchange. The properties just all have to be uh, investment properties. They can't be tied to any primary. Right. I have one that might be coming up for you to do that okay, with. What's the interest rate? And um, it just sounds the so... The rates on those are going to be higher, too. So you're going to be looking at, you know, 8% on up on all of these unique programs. And then it'll just depend on, you know, how much equity is uh, still left, how much equity we're, we're tying to the different properties. So it kind of shows how long I've been in the business, and that's either a good thing or No, not. it's a good thing. Yeah. But we used to do those. We used to do cross-collateralization loans. We used to yet. do... Um, you know, yeah. cash out refis yeah. all the time. Yeah, commercial. Some of the a lot of commercial lenders are even you know going that route. Hard money lenders used to use those quite often, also. So, yeah, it's a it's a popular program that uh, became unpopular and now it's coming back. Okay, so how long is the escrow with that loan? It's they about move, thirty days. Move, yeah, they move about the same yeah. as any other escrow. Mm-hmm. It's just being very creative. Like if you've got somebody that's got a lot of money tied up other places. Doesn't oh, mean that yeah. it's tied up. It just means that you can't do it right now. You can pull equity from mm-hmm. each one of those properties right. and right. pull it to buy the next property, especially if you're planning on selling it. And it doesn't matter what exactly. state it's in either. It can be in right. any oh, right? state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So very it's very cool. It's a very cool tool to use. It is. And I'm very it excited is. that, you know, we're starting to see that people are doing that, which what is a, awesome. What a great way to think outside the box and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, that somebody can buy yeah, something and then don't and forget, too, we have our older clients also that some of them don't have income and things like that, but they have a lot of equity in their home. They want to sell. They want to downsize. Uh, you know, reverse mortgages are also used 
for purchase transactions too. So people do forget about reverse mortgages. I didn't, so you do um, reverse so mortgage, those can mortgages, be used Larry? For purchases. Larry, I didn't know you, you did reverse mortgages. Yes, I don't personally do them in my office. My partner here, Winston, does them in our office. Okay. I help him along the way if need be, but I don't I don't get involved on the reverse mortgages. But well, our good office to know that your office can handle them. Yes, and you yeah, do mobiles too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and you mobile do mobiles too, right? Right, right. And I usually don't do them myself personally, but know that it's someone in my office that's qualified to do them. Well, we love you so much, Larry. You're awesome. We love you, love you, Thank love you. you, being the best sponsor we've ever had. So um, tell us where people can find you. They can find me at the tower. I'm at the top of the building now, Suite 1680. Hey. So on the 16th floor, we have a beautiful view. My phone number is 805-853-3030. Awesome. Thank you so much, Larry. It's always great to talk loans with Thank you. you. Thank you, Larry. I love it. Thank you. All right. Any- well, coming up, we have Janet Sprisler. She is with Rent 805, and she's going to give us an update on the rental market. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. City of Ventura rental owners, did you know that the City of Ventura is looking at rental ordinances? Tenants have been speaking up. Now, owners, it's your time to speak up. If you want more information, reach out to Rent 805 or call us at 805-776-8805. Rent 805, we manage your rental so it doesn't manage you. Hi, I'm Seth Doherty, a professional land surveyor with Latitude Surveying. We help homeowners, realtors, developers, contractors, and architects define property lines, create topographic surveys, site plans, and other maps. We service Santa Barbara and Ventura counties. Give us a call at 805-637-1975 or check us out on the web at latitudesurveying.com. Again, this is Seth Doherty with Latitude Surveying at 805-637-1975. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Lang. And I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Anna Gill. And we're so excited to have you, Anna. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for She's having so me. beautiful. I know, right? And her little granddaughter. <laughs> so we have Janet Sprisler on the line. She is with Rent 805. And she is going to talk to us about rentals. So welcome, Janet. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So how's things in the rental world? Are they slowing down at all? Are they getting less expensive because of all of the different units that are coming on the market? We have seen a lot of units come on the market in the multifamily space. Correct. Right now, there's actually been, it seems like a slowdown for the last couple of weeks on listings that are coming on the, uh, on the single family side. However, it looks like coming up in the next couple of weeks, we'll see a change of that. Normally when something has sat as a listing and hasn't moved, sometimes that owner will get a little bit shy about keeping it as a listing and will pull it off of the market for a while and put it into the rental sector. Um, with that said though, the rest of the state is already starting to report in things are slowing down uh, it just really hasn't hit quite yet in Ventura, and the prices are still, they're not where they were last August by any means, but they, they are up a little bit. That's interesting uh, because I know with all of the different units that are coming on the market in Ventura County, um, there's a lot for rent 
in those in that sector. So people are renting apartments versus renting single family or renting condos. So it is starting to slow down a little bit. Yeah, we're we're, we're seeing that in the in the in the state, in the whole entire state and actually across the nation. However, we have had a huge influx of military come into the area, um, as well as we've seen a couple of employers uh, bring folks in. So, like, in our situation, anything that I've had on the market has gone by word of mouth prior to even making it onto my website. And I still have a list of people who are looking to rent. So it really depends on what, you know, it comes down to people. Uh, product and pricing. So if the unit does not look fantastic, and they, the owner, the the renters expect it, that that unit has to look fantastic, completely, sweetly cleaned, no craziness and photos like you know a, a, a breeze can sitting on the back of the uh, back <laughs> of the uh, toilet. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Those crazy pictures they... at all that. People are like, yeah, no, that's not for me. Well, that's because they also um, know that they're going to probably be paying top, you know, close to top dollar, right, right. For, for rent. Exactly. So. And how does that work? Okay, so someone like they want they want to rent their place out. So how does it work? Take us from like start to finish. So I want to rent like I've talked to you about. We want to rent our house. We're probably going on a cruise, or we may be gone for a couple of years. How does it work? What do you do? So we actually come and we look at the unit. We want to make sure that it's a really good fit for us because what we are known for is super clean units, and of a you know. It may not be a type A class, but it's going to become super clean. And you're not going to, you know, we're, we're adjusting any kind of things that are happening in the home. So we'll check, like, angle stops. We'll check screens, uh, fire detectors, anything that would have someone move in immediately have problems. So we, want, we want to circumvent all of that, electricity, the whole nine yards. And then from there, um, when we sign up with a new owner, there's um, insurance needs that be, need to be met not only on the tenant side but on the res- the owner's side as well. Um, from that point on, it goes very quickly. We we always do Matterport, uh, which I think makes a huge difference. And a Matterport is a 360 walkthrough of a unit. Um, so we don't do I don't walk through with my Apple phone <laughs> taking videos and going, it looks so great. Uh, they're able to walk up to every single wall and look at it. And really, when someone's coming from out of town, they want to see that. Uh, they're not looking for um, a, a, a visual of what you might want to project, but of actually what the unit is. So with that said, they, we do the 360 video. We get it out there. It has to be on like 15 to 17 websites. So you're hitting Zillow, everything Zillow pushes out to. You want to make sure you have your SEO in place for... Uh, not only the listing wording, but, you know, the websites that it's going out to. So it's, you know, top of mind at all times. And that you do have a really great network. So uh, I see you ladies all the time. It was called our caravan. So I will mention it every time I get in front of a group of realtors, because that is really it's word of mouth of how to get people into units as fast as possible. Exactly. I noticed you mentioned insurance for the renter and for the homeowner. Are you having any issues with that? With getting well, renter without with getting renters insurance to write, you know, a company to write in California, or any issues with with homeowners getting denied for uh, insurance to be a landlord? So it's a two it's it's a two part question. The first one when it comes to owners. We, and it's, it's in the California Association of Realtor Property Management Agreement, we do require a million dollars 
of liability on all properties. In that, it states that the property manager has to be added as additional insured. We're Correct. seeing that some some um, folks or, or some insurance companies are not willing to do that or upon renewal will drop that verbiage, leaving the owner wide open for all liability. Um, and also, when people move from landlord to owner, like if they have, um, you know, one of the big ones have already dropped out of our state for providing owners, they've also dropped renters and they've dropped landlord insurance. Um, so some folks have said to me, hey, so I'm going to keep my owners. And I've been told as long as I, the owner, walk through my property once a year that my owners is good. However, uh, from what I've gotten from underwriting is that if you have a resident living in your home, you are not living there, then they will deny that claim. So you have to be very, very careful and get landlord insurance. And you really want to talk to a property management style of broker because they will also get you like loss of rent if something happens. Say you go into eviction, there's, there's different policies that they'll get you because it's a property management policy, and those are still being written. Um, for renters, we do require, you know, a certain amount that all renters have to have. And we've actually started carrying those policies with a umbrella policy for those who do not, are not able to catch renters insurance any longer. So we've had to, we've had to think outside the box with large umbrella policies with companies because we have found that a couple of times where renters just have a really hard time getting that insurance. Yes, because I have uh, a landlord that just became a landlord and, they tried to get tried to change it from an owner's policy to a landlord policy, and was denied that. Yeah. So, does the California Fair Plan cover landlords? You know, I I don't I don't know. All I do know is that they have to have their insurance. Right. So and we, what, I wouldn't be able to speak of that. What would be the difference, landlord owner? Like, what's the difference? Well, the difference is is that you are responsible for a tenant that's right. living in okay. your home, right, right. and it's a different policy. Okay. So you have to have certain place, things in place, like Slide you have to have smoke detectors, and you have to have carbon detectors, and it has to be in good working order. Mm. It can't have trip hazards. It can't have various different things in place, and it has to be... A safe condition and they come and inspect it for fire and for earthquake and all kinds of but things. But Janet, so. you do that for your clients. Like again, if we're going to rent our house in like two, you know, whatever, you take care of all that for us, right? Well, you have to get your own insurance policy. You, you want to make sure you have the right insurance. But then uh, when you are looking at the insurance, you tell them, I'll be using a property management company okay. and then they'll ask us if okay, we perfect. require renter's insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going, okay, yes, step one, two, and three are all covered um, versus I'm a landlord. No, I don't, I don't want to really ask them for renter's insurance. Um, I don't know what, what happens in that you know, different situation. So it matters. It, it, it does matter because we, we do annually, um, and then we've actually been moving it to a six-month mark where we're checking the smoke and carbon monoxide um, test, you know, the, the alarm. And a lot of people don't know you're not supposed to just go test the battery, which is where you push the button and make sure that it works. That's only testing the battery. It doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that it will work on smoke. So, like, with our company, we go in with smoke cans, and we spray it at the alarm. Because we want to make sure if there's a fire, the alarm goes off. Not if someone has a broom handle and they hit it, it goes off. So, uh, you, so we And we videotape that. 
So if the insurance company comes back and says, this house is in a fire, when's the last time we tested it? We can prove up that not only did we test it, but we tested it with a smoke can. And then that will keep our folks, you know, it gives them better chances of getting everything uh, approved in a claim rather than denied. I mean, Janet, you're so amazing. You know what? You are such a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Where can people find you, honey? You can find me at rent805.com or at 805-776-8805. We love you. Great. Thank Thank you so much, Janet. We appreciate all your knowledge. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Well, coming up, we have Carrie Austin with us. She is with Channel Islands Appraisers, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about what's going on in the appraisal business. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Moving house this year? Imagine having a gentle, experienced partner to help you prepare and lead the team to pack, move, and completely resettle your new home as you've planned. At Gentle Transitions of California, we call that person a move manager. Why not schedule our no-obligation move planning meeting to find out more? Just call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to get started. That's 800-619-3049 to let us help you move gently this time. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I am Tracy Lang. I am Karen Campbell, and we have... Carrie Austin. That's right. We have Carrie Austin with us. She is with Channel Islands Appraisals. Welcome. We're so glad to have you. Thank you for having me. How's it going in that world? It's wild. Is it slow right now, though? It's very slow Because the inventory is low, right? Inventory is low. Interest rates are up. Mm -hmm. Um, You have other products coming into the market, Mm -hmm. uh, hybrid appraisals, bank waiver. There's appraisal waivers happening. Um, It's just a slow time. So when you have a – okay, so, like, we have a home in escrow. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing with not only the the, the comparables right around the area, but what else? Like condition. I mean, obviously the condition of the property, the the property amenities, views. Oh, sorry. Thanks. That's okay. Um, The views. The views count, right? Absolutely, they count. You know, pool, spa, all of those things. But Mm -hmm. definitely, what's going on in your neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods. So why does like Zillow truly? We had this this um, last week. Like, they will downsize something because they don't. I don't. I don't think they know our area. Like, you know, I don't think they take into effect. The, the view or whatever, you know? I mean, does that? They're taking an average. Zillow right. is like, it's, it's an algorithm. you know, yeah. you could throw a dart at a board. Right, and, right. You know, Zillow could be right 5% of the time, you know, right. or, but sometimes they hit it on the head. You know, it's just a, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot with, with Do Zillow. you look at them or no? no? 
Okay, yeah, we see, don't. We, and I never did until now. I started looking. I, I'm just going to be honest. I look at it just to see what they say before I go on a listing appointment. Yeah, that's that's fair. But well, because you know your clients are probably looking at Zillow. Right. Of course so they are. It's good to have a reference a reference point. But when they come to me and ask me and tell me their their Zillow number, I you know respectfully. Yeah thank them for it right <laughs> and move right along right. yes exactly so tell us about waivers so when a bank comes in if it's been appraised in the last what three to five years they might do a waiver why do they do a waiver i i really believe waivers came in a big time during covid and right. now they just kind of are are here to stay like a lot of things in, right well, first <laughs> of all what's country. a waiver where you don't need an the the bank they will just tell you you don't need an appraisal an appraisal we're going to go ahead and sign off on this we have confidence in your loan we have confidence in the value of this property and we don't we don't need an appraisal have you had a waiver i have i've had several waivers i don't think i've ever had a waiver so a waiver simply means that someone's came in with a very large down payment okay that, maybe okay. the the appraised property or the property has been appraised in the last 5 years mm -hmm. and so if they can go back in their records and see oh it's been appraised appraised for XYZ, they're, they're probably not going to appraise the property. They're just going to do uh, a waiver for it and move on, and especially if they have a good down payment. Do you still have to pay for the appraisal fee? No. They waive it. Yeah, they waive it. They, they waive the fee. fee. I believe so. As I a know. buyer, it, so buyer on a, okay, are you sure about that? Because I am, yes. Okay, so they, okay. So it depends on the lender too, right? Yeah. So the lender okay. is who's ordering the appraisal, and the appraisal is looking out for the lender's best interests it's the lender's eyes ears it, yeah. smells all I've of that i've never seen a lender wave the appraisal oh that's so nice to hear yeah <laughs> i've never seen that in my uh, i mean so nice to hear yeah yes so let's talk about the situation where people what is it called it's property data collectors there you go it's a new it's a new newer term newish term it's just come out probably in the last six months that fannie mae has approved um and it is another type of appraisal. They're, they're called hybrid appraisals. Um, but the property data collector does not, generally, does not have an appraiser's license. They could be an Uber driver. They could be, not to put down Uber drivers, but I mean, they could be from a variety of different places, but they are not licensed, they're not bonded. The, they are not certified. Who and they're they coming from? into your homes. They're hired from the bank? The, the, usually we have appraisal management companies now that are kind of the intermediary mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are 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 hiring them and th so are some of the bigger banks because they're all oh. kind of dealing with they've been on this approval list for this new i think it's an experiment <laughs> well what it feels I've, like i've read some not so good things about that so what i've read is is that like you said they're not licensed they don't know how to draw a house out they may get a two-hour rundown on how to you know do do a sketch or or you know and, and you know they'll have a checklist of what they have to do and what sure. they've, they've you know gone through their training whereas we go through training for years to learn what we do we have to apprentice ourselves out for one to two years um, when we first get licensed we have you know uh, we have a tra ongoing training, you know, we have licensing fees, we, you know, we have to stay in good standing with don't get yourself a DUI or get arrested. <laughs> right, because you can yeah, lose your state gonna, license. Exactly. And that this does not apply to these new collectors. Well, and what's interesting about that, too, is they're in, coming into your home and they're checking out everything in your home. 
And the article that I read said that that person was a past felon. They didn't do their check on that person. And that person came back and just stole everything out of the property. So what if that was your listing? And, you know, that's how I look at it. What if it was my listing and I allowed that person in because the bank said this is who's going to come in? Can exactly. I say no? I yes. want to see your credentials. That's exactly what I would do. I would ask to see, you know, ask, are you the person coming to my house when you get a phone call? Are you the one coming to my house? Would you provide me with your state license? We can we can do that. We can email it. It's actually we're on rosters. You can go on the state, you know, the state website um, and find my name, find how long I've been licensed mm-hmm. for or certified for. Um, so you can ask all those questions, and I would encourage everyone to do that if that's the type of appraisal that's coming down. And these are hybrid appraisals. Not, not everything is going to qualify for these types of appraisals, but when they do, it, it could be kind of scary. I don't. So I'm what are you them. seeing in the world? Like, what are you seeing with appraisals right now? Are they coming in high, low? Do you? Well, we don't even use those terms because we're like, it just appraises. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you either know, appraises it is, or it doesn't. It, you know, it is what it's always going to appraise, but it may not be what you want it right, to appraise but for. What, exactly. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. I get it. But how are you seeing values? Well, everything's going up again. I mean, we had this it nice going up again year again. of stability when everything, and then we had a little bit of a dip, and now we're seeing gangbusters again, multiple offers. There's no inventory. Even now, what with, do you do with that, though, with, with the multiple offers? I mean, I had two in the past two months that came in low because, I don't know, they couldn't qualify it to, 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 to match, but it was like, what happened, you know? I don't know, and we had multiple offers, so... I mean, that never, like, I always put that information in a report just Mm -hmm. because it might help. It it may help, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at sales. Now, I will look at a pending, if there's a pending in the area, and if I can get a hold of that agent, which Mm -hmm. would behoove all the agents to answer the phone. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, And what about backup offers? I mean, it... They don't matter to us because it's not, but we can make note of them. I mean, we will make note of them, but if there's just nothing to support, you know, Mm -hmm. just because Joe wants this house at 950,000 and the house next door sold for 800 two months ago, I don't, you know, and they're they're basically the same house Mm -hmm. unless there's something really amazing about Joe's, Mm -hmm. about this house. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter about what the market is doing because the market could have gone up the 200,000 in the last, let's just say in the last six months for Joe's house. And now the house next door is worth more that. If we do, we, that's what we do. We analyze the market. Okay, good. So we'll go looking for the past year. We'll go year over year, month over month. When we were seeing double digit increases during COVID, that's what we were doing. We were analyzing the market. Then we'd have to prove that and say, okay, we are seeing 2% per month month after month after month and then you can add that in as a time adjustment what do you think happened during that like why did that happen with covid yeah well because there was still a lot of demand during covid even though people were it's like you couldn't show property you couldn't do anything like well it was difficult wasn't it we also (laughs) had extremely low interest rates yes I mean, they're, you're giving yeah. money. I mean, it was, I mean, it was kind of crazy because we're in COVID. We can't go out and show anything, but the prices were crazy. And we but also, interest rates were two and a half percent. So, and bad. we also lived like, in the Gold Coast, and so you had a lot of people from from LA who are 
all, all of a sudden got to work from home. And so oh, then they yeah. were moving up here, and the yeah. same thing was happening in Santa Barbara and San Francisco. People were thinking, I'm going to move from home. I want to buy into my home. Yes. Yeah, okay. We were seeing lots of people coming to Ventura for that reason, and that's why we that's why our freeways are so horrible now. <laughs> right. Well, and now we're starting to see employers say, instead of working from home five days a week, we only want you to work from home two days a week. Yeah. And so now we're seeing more people come back on the road and having to drive back to L.A. three days a week, yes, as an example. I know I have two clients that work in Lancaster and live here, but they lived in Lancaster when they worked five days a week. Now they live here and they drive three days a week, right. which is, you know, crazy. it puts more cars on the road. That's what happens with that situation. It changes neighborhoods because Absolutely. now, you know, you've got people that are commuting back and forth where they didn't have to before, so they're spending more money doing that, eating out there because they, it takes longer to get home. Right. So it changes dynamics a little bit. And that probably goes right into your report as well. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We have to analyze neighborhoods and all of that. All of that's yeah. good stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Well, thank God for what you do. God bless well, you. Thank you. Yeah. We can't, we, can't sell we can't sell property without an appraiser in a most situations. Appraiser, right. Right. So tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you can find me on my website. I'm at uh, www.ciappraisals.net, and all my information is there. I've been in business for, well, I've been in the industry for almost 32 years, so. Great. You're right. beautiful. Thank you so I much. Thank you very much. All right. Well, coming up, we have, um, we're going to talk about the economic forecast that yeah. happened last week. So you'll want to know what's going on with all of that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is is always free, go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Hi there, I'm Pola, and I'm the psychic on the avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, boat located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code GIRLSONAIR, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Lane. And I'm Karen Campbell. And I'm Anna Gill. And we're so glad to have you, Anna. Thank you so much Thank for being for here today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate that. Well, I have been listening. It's economic forecast time. That's oh. what time it is in real estate. I have listened to three of them so far this last week. And um, everybody's kind of on the same page. 
So with that, um, they say that we have a 50-50 chance of rate increases in September. So we had a rate increase this last Wednesday. For mortgages. Sorry. For mortgage rates, yes, for interest rates. And because inflation is starting to go down just a little bit, uh, they may not have a reason to increase that rate in September. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. Uh, home building is on the rise. The lack of inventory is causing multiple offers. Inflation is the reason for the interest rates fluctuating. Um, inflation uh, went down 3%. It may not need to be, um, may not need to raise the rates because of that. But the problem is with inflation is there's a lag time. So even though they predict that it's down 3%, there's a lag time for it to get out into the community and, and have our prices go down a little bit because our prices are super high right now. What are you seeing with, do you have, buyer, you have buyers right now? I have buyers. So what are you seeing with them? Are they, are they happy? Are they sad? Are they? You know, I think it's a mixed bag of emotions. I mean, everybody is just looking to get into something. Right. I have some that are more motivated and, um, you know, I have a couple of them that are moving from Santa Barbara. So of course, from Santa Barbara County to Ventura County, they're just happy to be fine and being able to get into something even with the interest rates being what they are do then, they mostly have loans or uh, do you have cash no or? absolutely loans um from fha to 20 percent down yeah fha is hard um, yeah but you know with the fha you're getting at least a better interest rate right well, the and buyers are the but buyers it's hard are. to sell that the with buyers. the sellers right true true but um you know in the end i mean they get their money either way and we, right? and we fight it yeah I mean, we, we totally, so it's good agents we fight it right you know it's absolutely. like in va it's like we fight it like great loans and they go through you know this conventional buyer comes in with you know 50 percent down and then backs out next week right right you know? I, I i think you know sometimes it's just having that communication with the listing mm -hmm. agent calling them in advance yeah. trying to establish yep. that rapport in yep. advance knowing that you're showing the home knowing yep. that you may potentially be put in an offer um but you know and then i have other buyers who live in the county and they're like eh no you know just kind of taking their time and mm -hmm. hoping for the interest rates to come down and they will but guess what i mean if we're in a multiple offer situation now in a year or 18 months when the interest rates do go down that one percent instead of you know having three or four offers competing it's going to be don't we're back at 10 and be 12. don't you think i mean yeah. it's like yeah just like get higher in. price lower interest rate at least right I now feel like just get in if you can just get in get in and you'll you know in a year you'll have a hundred thousand dollars marry equity. the house date the interest rate right? there you go and speaking of that the rent went up 8.3 percent year over year from last year to this year and so that is causing a little bit of a problem because apartment rents are up 2% over last year than they were the year before. And new home sales make up over 20% of all sales in the state of California. So what the, what the state is thinking of doing and what that's on the table is doing a tax incentive for landlords to sell to owner-occupied buyers. So landlords to owner-occupied Owner occupied buyers. So, in other words, giving incentives to landlords to stop being a landlord. To sell it to the tenant. To sell it to either a tenant or an owner occupied buyer. Oh. So, not an investor. So, Got what's it. the incentive? Like, what, what, like, monetary? They're just, they're just trying to put together a policy so that they can do some tax incentives. Wouldn't that be nice? So, yeah, the landlord. They hit you with the capital gains. I mean, they, you know. Well, they're looking at all of that. So they're going to try to make it very attractive for landlords to get out of the rental business and sell to an owner-occupied buyer. Yeah. That's basically what they said.
sounds nice. Sounds nice in theory, but I, I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see what they come up with over hard, the next right? couple of years. Not to chew or buy. We don't see any foreclosures. There are a few 90-day lates. Because there's so much equity. But everybody has equity. That's right. Yeah. There are lates, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I was telling about Zillow and Trulia, they say pre-foreclosure because you're late on a payment. That's that's intrusive. Don't you think? Like on Zillow and Trulia, they'll say pre-foreclosure. And it's just because someone hasn't paid their bill. That's wrong, I think. That's no, I agree. Well, this is, this is why, again, Zillow... Um, going, Julia, going, yeah. yeah, going back to the the values. I mean, Zillow, you know, to to her point, as far as the the average, I mean, they're not going to know if this one house is better than the other. They don't know mm -hmm. the condition. They're taking the overall average. They're mm -hmm. they're not taking advantage of the view that it has a pool that yeah yeah that you know the condition overall. Right. So right. and the upgrades exactly, exactly. Well, and what we're seeing is most homes in the state um, have two point four offers on them when they come on the market and up to three to four offers on most homes. So it's a multiple offer situation because of the low inventory, because the interest rates are still reasonable. Uh, 7.25 is still a reasonable rate, even though we're spoiled. You know, we've right. seen 2.5 and those people that refied at 2.5 are no longer going to get rid of that loan. Right. They're going to keep that loan forever because it's probably not gonna go back down to that 2.5 rate. Right. And so they'll rent that property before they sell it. But again, the, the person buying today can do one of these buy-downs yes. or two-year buy-downs that Larry was talking about. And in 18 months or 24 months, refi, even if it goes down 1% or 1.5%, you're, you're still set. It's still reasonable, as, as you know, Karen said. So Exactly. And the moves. The moves. Migration used to be 50 miles or longer. Now it's 90 miles or longer. So For what? For migration in other words when people move they usually move 50 miles away and that's when you can start writing something off now it's 90 miles people are moving 90 miles away if they're going to make a move and so you can write it off if it's more than 50 miles well that's for a business you if you get transferred or something like that and you move more than 50 miles away you can write that off oh. on your taxes okay. yes okay. so um Employers are starting to require those um, those people that are remotely working to go back into the office at least three days a week. And relocation is, is back up. So as a relocation director, I used to be a relocation director for 19 years and um, do a lot of corporate relocation. So they're starting to headhunt because they can't get people to work. There's so many jobs that are available that if you want to work, you can have a good job and work remotely a couple days a week and still live in the area that you want to live in. But because there's so many jobs available, there's not enough people that are wanting to work. And there's, there's a lot of people that aren't even in the job market. So it's not a matter of not having a job. It's a matter of just taking yourself completely out of the job market and not looking for a job. They're just not wanting to work. So that's changing the dynamics of things a little bit. Um, first-time home buyers, the average first-time home buyer is 36 years old. This is, that is crazy. You know, yeah. like when I started, it was like 24. 20, you know, 24, yeah. yeah. Repeat buyers are 59 years old on the average, and they're typically empty nesters. Um, FHA and VA buyers uh, are under the age of 35. Baby boomers are buying all cash. 
Awesome. A lot of baby boomers have cash. And seniors are moving closer to grandbabies. They're downsizing, downsizing and looking for that forever home and looking to move either with multi-generational properties so that they can all live together. Well, we are good. And you know what? Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Um, Beautiful. Thank you, Anna, for being here. Thank you for having me, guys. Always fun. And um, have a great week, everyone. We love you so much, and we will be back next week. Have a great weekend.